Salutations, Fartlet family, and welcome to another episode of the What The Fartlet podcast. We're now on Series 4, and since October 2020, Matt and myself, as well as our team, have been bringing you some inspirational chats with our amazing running community, and some assorted nonsense from us. Yeah, if you've never listened to us before, we've got a huge back catalogue of episodes available for free on Spotify, Apple, Google, or directly through our brand new website. Please do subscribe, leave us a rating and review if you enjoyed the show today. Now, alongside our website, you can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and we love to hear from you guys. If you've got any feedback, ideas, or just fancy a natter, then find us, follow us, and come and have a chat with us. All the links are in our bio. Our community challenge is back for Series 4, as Rob, myself, and Editor Jack lead a team of runners to take on fun challenges and bank the most miles to be crowned champions. 140 people are taking part, but we always welcome new faces. It's free, it's fun. So hit us up if you want to join in. And last but not least, we are supporting Prostate Cancer UK as our charity of the year. Please help us support the amazing work they do by checking out our Just Giving page and donating if you can. And with that being said, oh, go on, mate, you can do it this time. Really? Yeah, you've earned it. Get in. Hit the music. Are you alone? got their accents you've got your geordie accent you've got your you know your, your southern accents your, your scouse accent and then the the girl country girl they've got a like a country accent so it, that's why they say track it's what? been a week it's been a week mate but I'm, I'm, I'm that's why she says tractor no i know why she says f***ing tractor <laughs> all right all right <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Series 4, Episode 2 of the What the Tractor... What the Fartlet Podcast. <laughs> yes. My name, my name's Rob. And my name's Matt. I was going to say Tractor then. It doesn't. So apart from the fact that you've been pecking my head, living off this joke for the last week, how are you today, sir? You alright? I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sore. <laughs> sore, yes. Yes, I'm sore. I'm After this weekend's sore. antics, I presume. Yeah. Oh yes, yes. We'll get into the, that into more details with that later. Yeah, but uh, definitely, definitely from this weekend's antics. How are you, mate? How are you? Yeah, equally, equally sore. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, which we will talk about, of course. Um, our um, foray into the world of charity football uh, will come in just a moment. How's your week been, though? Other than that, buddy, how was your week up until the weekend? Uh, yeah, steady, steady. Just cycling to work. Uh, did manage to get a couple of little 5k runs here and there uh, ankle seems to be holding up pretty well um yeah just just trying to get up to speed with with marathon training but obviously without pushing it too much and i think the cycling's helping so uh, yeah just steady away how are you how about you mate thanks for um yeah no i'm good thanks mate i um uh, training marathon training is is still going great i, I did have my first day deviating from the plan sadly uh yesterday so that's sunday for us 
Yeah. I uh, was meant to run 12 miles, only managed six, but that was because of the, the football day before. And mm-hmm. Jack assured me, as he was visiting and on my couch at the time, assured me that it was the uh, it was the right thing to do, just to get out and do some miles, but not push the body too far. Although I'm pretty sure he was still drunk when he did that. So I'm not, I'm, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how legitimate that coaching advice was. Um <laughs> Uh, but yeah, well, yeah, great, great. Um, uh, tell me then, Matt, what is on the show today for our lovely, lovely Fartlek family? Yeah, so we've got a, ch- a chat with Nacho Rodriguez, our Spanish friend. Um, a chat about the WCF Cup, which has been an amazing day, an amazing weekend. Uh, summer showdown update as we start week one. Uh, and then good news stories and then a few thank yous at the end as well. Usual, usual business. Oh, steady away then, steady away. Um, talk to me then, man. What, let's talk about this football malarkey. I'm hoping we're not going to turn anybody off with it because obviously not everyone's a huge football fan. But um, I think more from a community spirit perspective, I think it's worth having a little chat about. Um, so yesterday, uh, sorry, this weekend, Monday, we did our um, uh, What the Fartlet Cup, our inaugural uh, charity football game. Uh, we had mm-hmm. 24 people in the end come to Sheffield. Not, not, not Monday, Saturday, mate. It was Saturday. I, no, I said it's Monday today. And then I got confused. All right. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, we can't all be like you, never getting stuff wrong. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I shouldn't have called you out for it, should I? You shouldn't it's have, not mate. Professionals. No. no, wait until the next time you inevitably get something wrong. And then we'll, <laughs> uh, we'll see what happens then, shall we? Um, so, yeah, the cut. Uh, all right, you tell them. I'm, I'm not doing it now. <laughs> no, just uh, everybody everybody got, that got involved came up and came together for the uh, for the What the Fartlet Cup. Like you said, the inaugural What the Fartlet Cup 2021. Bigger than the uh, Euros. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one way of looking at it. Um, it was good fun, wasn't it, Mum? Yeah, yeah, brilliant to uh, to, to meet everybody and, uh, and and all come together to raise money for, for such a good cause. Um yeah. Brilliant stuff. I mean, the result wasn't the best, like, but... Um, oh, let's talk less, about the result. The less won, said about mate? that, the better. Who won? Uh, Robberham United won. Robberham United. What <laughs> happened, mate? It was, a, it was a really tight first half, wasn't it? When yeah, it, it was one, close. 1-0 one one at half-time. first half, yeah. 1-0 at half-time. I thought, we, we can pull it back for, uh, for the second half. Uh, and then it just went downhill from, <laughs> from there. Yeah. You know, you know what happened, don't you? We uh, we all had our Voom nutrition bars. Yeah. Match sponsors Voom provided us with some tasty treats, yeah. and uh, you just couldn't catch us. We just uh, we found that extra energy level, and we yeah. ran rings around in the second half. I think we? I think what it is you were you were conservative with your uh, with with your eating them nutrition bars. I'd have scoffed lots of I was stuffed <laughs> instead. I was stuffed instead of energized. <laughs> Just love free food, you don't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, it ended up what were it six, six, six one, six one, yeah, six one. I'm sure everybody's seen all the photos and the uh, the videos of what people, what we've done. But yeah, awesome day. Great to meet everybody off uh, off these little squares that we uh, wax real lyrical about. But yeah, awesome day. Agreed. And you know what? I, I think it gave me a little bit of fire in my belly um, that this kind of stuff because this kind of stuff can work because I think there was an element of of, of both of us like all of us on the team kind of thinking right we've had a really good run of it this first year and in a weird way it's because of COVID mm-hmm. 
you know, as awful as COVID has been, from our perspective, it's given us a really good opportunity to connect with people because people were adapting to communicating virtually. And therefore, the restrictions that um, uh, interacting in the real world bring weren't in place. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? So yeah, I understand that, yeah. People were much more open to let's do a virtual run, let's do a virtual meet and greet, let's do a quiz night. Yeah. Um, and that's obviously going to become more difficult as the world opens up because, as you would expect, and as is right, people are going to want their lives back, aren't they? Mm. So I think there was a big part of us that was like, oh God, are we going to are we going to still have our little niche? Are we still going to keep connecting people and doing these things that we really want to do? They've got a real passion for. And I think this weekend just affirmed that to me that. And it doesn't have to be just about football, because I know that not everybody's into football, but it's really lit a fire under me. And I think I speak for the rest of the team as well when I say these are the kind of events that we can put on alongside what we yeah. do on the podcast. You know, yeah. let's you know, if people are willing to travel, John Flynn traveling <laughs> eight hour round trip in a day with yeah. his dog in the car, bless him. Um, awesome. Just to come and just to come and play footy with us for two hours. Mm. Um, and, and people just seem to have so much fun and. And, and and just keep your keep your eyes peeled and your ears pricked, as Matt would say, I reckon, because <laughs> I think that we're going to we're gonna, we've got Alton Towers coming up in November, haven't we? Uh, yeah. 10K half marathon. Um, good gang of us on for that. If, if you're not signed up, it's a run through event. Um, get signed up to it. Come let us know. Um, we're all staying over the night before. We're going to go on some rides after we've run it. We're going to have a few beers. It should be a jolly good laugh. But I think what we're really going to do is just, just just try and push this community stuff as much as we can. Yeah. Really be brave and test the water. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, we could even mix it up. Like I said, not everybody likes football. So maybe like a, a school sports day type feel yeah. or, or something like that. You know, Just just something that's going to be a, a fun day where everybody can come turn up and, uh, and meet everybody off this of this fart like family that, yeah, we've, I, uh, that we've got going. I think it'd be amazing, mate. And mm. and you know, once restrictions are gone, we can be a little bit more yeah. um, creative. We're not we're not bound as much, you know, in terms of yeah. what we can do. Maybe that, Christmas, that, that, yeah, right? that was the one thing that was disappointing that the fact that we couldn't have visitors and, and spectators around the uh, around the game. We had to limit yeah. numbers, so to speak. So yeah, that was a bit disappointing. But uh, I'm sure, like you said, when it, when it all opens back up again properly. And we do stuff like this again, it'll be uh, bigger and better. Yeah, we'll crack on with it. Now, listen, guys, this is where we need you lot. So what do you want to do now that the world's opening up, now that you can come and hang out with me mm. and Matt as much? It's not as good as you might think mm, it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, um, we'll, I mean, we'll be there. We'll just facilitate it so you can meet interesting people. Um, but, yeah, tell us what tell us what we should do. What, what, what do you want the next Fartlet community event to be? You know, we're definitely doing another football match, but we're going to get a Christmas party done. Do you want a sports day? Do you want a barbecue? We oh, can, wow. we can, we can venture out to places other than Sheffield. We can meet at runs. We can maybe even organise our own runs. I don't know. The possibilities are endless, but we want to hear from you. Drop us a message. You can now you can do it directly through our website, or you can still get in touch with us via all the old ways on the social medias. Come and tell us what do you want to do. What would what would tickle your pickle? What would make you think I'm going to get in a car and go and spend some time with these morons? Um, <laughs> and we'll and we'll get it if we can do it. We'll do it. I mean, our budget is zero, but we'll yes. do it if it's free. <laughs> yeah, but or, or we can do the, the pool like we did uh, for fundraising. If if it's going to cost a bit of money, everyone can chuck a few, a few quid in and, uh, and we'll sort something that way. Yeah. Yeah, Obviously, not, not 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 for profit or anything like that. And any anything that we get over goes to charities. 
Yeah, yeah. I love it. And, I love it. And if you want to contact us, that website is com. Mate, that was good. That, was, <laughs> that, that didn't sound like you then. That was that's, that was that's off, it, that was spontaneous. That's that's what it says on this script here. People realise we run from scripts, don't they? Mate, if we run from scripts, you would sack the writers with them. <laughs> um, <laughs> lovely. So yes, get in touch. Let us know. Uh, use the website as Matt so beautifully just plugged. Um, right then, I think it's time for us to have a chat with Mr. Nacho Rodriguez. What do you reckon? Oh yes, yes. Yeah. That dreamy accent. That dreamy accent. He has got a dreamy accent, has he? Sorry, I meant C. 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 You sound like Manuel from Faulty Tablets. Yes, Mr. Faulty. Yeah, so a great story. And Nacho is someone that I've want, we wanted to get on the show. Um, not got a, a huge kind of presence on social media, so you might not know much about him, but you need to get over and give him a follow. We drop all the info in, in the interview itself. Um, this guy's just gone and started winning ultra races off on a whim. He's just increased the distance. He's found his niche. He's overcome injuries and he's just, he's smashing it. I just, I just think it's a really cool story of look what people yeah. can achieve um, that, that you might have thought was way beyond your wildest expectations. And you know what? He's a really, really nice bloke as well with a dreamy accent. So he is, yeah, yeah. And, and the fact that, it, well, I'll let, let this story. But the fact that he's talked about London Marathon firing yeah. that, getting that fire in his belly, yeah. it's 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 relatable to a lot of people. So yeah, get, get over to him. Let's do it. Let's go and have a chat with Nacho. You took my line then. Sweet. Let's do it. Oh, all right. Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, we have an international flavour to the show today, an accomplished runner across a multitude of distances and most recently a discoverer of ultra running, nonetheless finishing first in the Ultra X125 in Scotland, only his third stab at an ultra. As a Spaniard, I'm a little bit terrified that he won't understand my awful accent, but I'm excited to give it a go anyway. Today, I'm talking to Nacho Rodriguez. Uh, Hola, señor, ¿qué tal? Muy bien. Thank you. Hi, Rob. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, sir. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak to me. How are you doing? How's your day going today? You been out for a run yet? Uh, yes, of course. Yeah, I did the longest run this morning when the kid was at school. Yeah, taking advantage that I had the day off. So, yeah, lovely day in the sun. I was going to say brilliant and, and a bit closer to the, to the Spanish weather um, in the UK at the moment for a change. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. So I have got loads I want to talk about with you, sir. Not, notwithstanding, of course, the, the, the big thing that the, the big things you've achieved this year. But let's let's rewind to the start. We always like to start in the same place with these conversations. We like to talk about kind of how people got into running. You know, whether they were athletes when they were younger, what their motivation was for getting involved in the sport. So, um, how did you get into running? Um, well, I uh, I was a runner as a kid. I yeah, at school I started running with a with a club, and but yeah, I was mostly um, a hundred meter runner. Funny enough, okay. um, yeah, and I I remember I, I I had lots of injuries, so I was kind of I never really achieved anything really big. Um, but yeah, then just when I went to uni, I stopped. Uh, took a gap of around 20, 20 something years, and yeah, I think in 2000, yeah, like a three or four years ago, I started again. Brilliant. And what what was the motivation for starting again? Um, 
it, it was the London Marathon. I mean, the London Marathon, it was one of these things that um, I always had in my kind of to-do list. And I remember I had memories when I was a kid, just uh, watching Paul Raclay, um, um winning the marathon and, and running there. And it, it was something that I always wanted to do. Um, and then when I found myself just uh, living in the UK, you know, this thought kind of, you know, it was like a little seed that it was planted there. Um, yeah, one year I just decided just to um, uh, to have a place uh, through a charity. And yeah, that was just the beginning. I mean, initially it wasn't a lot of, um, I used to train a few months, just a couple of days uh, um, a week. For a few months just to run the marathon manage to survive um yeah running thing was 2014 2015 um but yeah i wasn't like a even a proper runner i was just like yeah partial runner maybe yeah sure i mean what i'm really interested in there because it's quite it's quite hard to go from nothing to marathon how did you find that experience of starting to get back into the training um you know the getting ready and then the marathon itself i mean we all know london is an incredible race a life-changing race for a lot of people but how did you find that whole experience building up to that first marathon i mean um yeah the build up to the marathon i mean was really really hard i had lots of problems in my knees uh, in fact, I never thought that I would be able just to finish a marathon. Uh, I never had run probably more than 13 Ks in my life. Um, so I was just building up uh, gradually the distance. I remember I used to go, I, I used to arrive home uh, after trying to do my longest run that it was 15, 16, 17 gradually. And I, I was limping for days. Mm -hmm. um, then I discover kind of this rock tape, you know, the the kinesiology yes. tape and that was kind of what he caught me through it and, and helped me just to finish those runs and and getting um, a bit used to it and then um, kind of my muscles and my legs they got a bit stronger and and yeah the pain I didn't need it anymore and I started feeling better and, and yeah till now brilliant and it's not a bad first race to do London Marathon how was how was the day Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> it was. Uh, I remember being just there uh, at the start, see all these uh, um, kind of sea of people, uh, thousands and thousands of people everywhere, and playing the music at the beginning. I was nearly, um, or, or literally, probably in tears. Um, the start was so emotional. Um, I was running, well, alone, no. I didn't have any friends or anything with me there. I had friends just waiting for me in certain mm -hmm. parts, but just being there, just in the middle of, of this bus, um, it was really, really emotional. One of the most emotional moments uh, that I had in my running um, journey. Yeah, it was, wow. it was amazing. My my co-host Matt talks all the time about his first experience of running the London Marathon, and he talks about when you turn onto Tower Bridge for the first time, that being the the moment oh. that really takes your breath away. Oh yeah, for me it was the, mostly the beginning, and mm -hmm. and also I mean Tower Bridge, I mean is 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 so special, is is amazing, um, and also because I, I I used to for years I used to go and and see the London Marathon. Um, as an spectator, um, but the, I, you don't imagine until you run it uh, how 
many people there around it. There is not a single corner that is um, mm. that is empty. Yeah. And that's something so unique, I think, for London. I mean, I've been running in other countries, in other some of the major marathons, um, and I never see that happening. And just people that take it as a party and people that they never run, they never had anything to do with running, um, they just take their chairs, the little barbecue, yeah, <laughs> cooking burgers, yeah. and all the kids giving you high fives. It's, it's just like a big party, like a big street party for everyone. So, yeah, I, I remember, I think I, I was smiling at least half of, of the race. Then, yeah. you know, I was struggling a bit. But um, yeah. the first half of the race, I think I you couldn't take my smile away. Yeah, it, def- it definitely makes it go quicker, doesn't it, that first one. So talk to me about how your journey develops from there. So you've just run that marathon, that amazing marathon with memories that are going to last for a lifetime. Are you hooked at this point? Is it just, let's get the next one booked? Um, yeah, kind of, yeah. Because I, I think I didn't really believe that I could really run much at all. And I did pretty well for for you know, for standards, a uh, thing. Uh, my time wasn't too bad, um, but um, I think I suffered with cramps. Uh, um, I struggled for the last 15 Ks. I struggled a lot, so I kind of dragged myself to the finish line. Um, and so it took me a while just to say, okay, I want to do this again. Um, yeah, so it took like maybe six months off not running or anything and then well I think I soon after I, I joined again it's like okay let's do that for charity again um and I've done it that yeah I think it was 2014 2015 maybe yeah uh, so I did it again again it was amazing um but I didn't do anything else during for the rest of the year so um I would not say that I was completely hooked at that point um something was building up there um, yeah, I think, yeah, it's, um, especially during winter, I found it really difficult to run. Mm-hmm. So uh, motivation, I didn't have friends, that, uh, no one that ran around me. So um, it was then when I decided to, to join a club for, for that reason, uh, just to try to find some motivation and some, some people that with the same interest. Really? Um, was that the catalyst then, do you think, finding like-minded people to, to exactly. motivate you? And Yeah, yeah. so yeah. Which, which running club did you join? Uh, East London Runners. East London Runners, okay. And how was that experience then, joining the club and, and kind of getting more involved in the scene in the ensuing years? Uh, that, that was amazing. That was exactly, you know, when you find exactly what you need. Um, I wasn't thinking, you know, I'm a, yeah, I'm a competitive person, but... Um, Especially, you know, we, yeah, I'm not a, a youngster anymore. <laughs> so I, I wasn't thinking, like, I'm not going to take this too seriously. Um, but I just like to see, push myself and see what I can do. Um, so this club, I mean, it, they were so good. I think I did my first race with them. Uh, it was a 10K. And as soon as you arrive, we have this uh, Wednesday, Wednesday's um, club run. Um that in, yeah, in the leisure center there. So as soon as I arrived in, um, to the room, everyone started clapping, congratulations, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so they make you feel really special. They are so supportive uh, to every single person, just to the to the fastest ones, but to the slowest ones that they do. Also, they achieve to, to finish their first 5K or their first 10K. And 
And that's what I needed, just um, something that it motivates me, um, that, you know, that they don't take it as seriously. Um, I mean, yeah, it's, there is a lot of fast runners in my club too, and there are people that are very mm. competitive, but it's not just about competing, it's also about having fun and celebrating the achievements that everyone does. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Great message. And, and I think that's one of the, the big, big benefits of joining the running club. Now, l- listen, Nacho, I am super, I'm chomping at the bit almost to to get on to, to the story of you stepping up to ultras and the amazing things that you've achieved more recently. But I don't want to walk past what is probably a good three, four year part of your running journey. So um, in between kind of joining the running club, getting hooked on running and then what we're going to move on to in just a little while around uh, moving up to the ultra distance. Are there any big memories that kind of stand out from those early years of running any marathons or experiences or anything that you think, yeah, you know what, I'm going to take that one with me for the rest of my life? Um, I mean, yeah, there, I mean, there are a lot of them. There, there, there are a lot of moments. Um, I, especially me, I loved uh, the Chicago Marathon. Yeah. I ran, that was where I achieved my, my PB. That was like probably two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, all the special moments, even if they are not such a big races. I mean, uh, like again, like two years ago, um, I was kind of getting fitter, improving, and seeing, you know, I was uh, I could see that I, I could be even be competitive in these local races that um, that that I my club is involved with. They have this series, um, and I wanted to achieve one of my. Because it was just to be able to to win some of those races before I turned forty, um, just to to kind of you know because then I knew that it was quite fast. So then I thought, well, being forty, it will be easier, you know, to mm-hmm. be the first um, V forty. You see, so yeah. I just wanted to achieve it from from you know with the whole crowd, you know, and, and yeah, I managed to win a few times there, and that was. Uh, a big boost of confidence for me, thinking that, you know, I can, you know, I can still be a little bit competitive, you know, at this age. And, and, and yeah, and then I just kind of gradually progressed to the ultras. I just uh, done different marathons, uh, run in Venice, um, I run in Berlin. Um, those two, I struggle a little bit with some kind of health issues. Um, but, yeah, I've done a lot of... Uh, half marathons um 10ks and and yeah some races like that uh but yeah and i started getting i think a little bit um, maybe bored of the road okay. i just needed a little bit more of a challenge or um i think it was a combination i started running more in the forest um because uh, i don't like to go to the gym um i just so I thought, you know, the force will give me a little bit of strength. Initially, it was just to kind of uh, boost uh, strength for towards the marathon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot of people they do cross country and and that. And but I like running in the forest, and I got uh, I started loving it and finding myself just going more and more to the forest. And I think that's when, um, yeah, something was building up there and. And it was my my well, I, I I was looking for things, and I could see these amazing people running these crazy distances. 
mm-hmm. um, I started finding yeah on YouTube um, some little documentaries and then a friend um, I got a friend that she works for she's a journalist and she works for sometimes runners world and things like that and she lent me a book um, about ultra marathons and mm-hmm. and that was the big mistake according to my partner <laughs> <laughs> Um, and yeah, from there, I think I just finished the book, and the first thing that I did the same day was just um, signing for a mar- uh, for an ultra marathon. Well, I'll tell you what, Matt, I'm thoroughly enjoying this interview with Nacho Rodriguez. What about you? Yes, brilliant stuff. I just want to take a little bit of a break, though, if that's okay with you. So I want to tell you about something that Mr. James Dunn, Morning Coffee Run from Series 3, uh, brought to my attention. Uh, and that is a new event. Uh, that is launching in August uh, by the guys at Rasselbock Running. Ooh, what, what's that? What, inform me, Robert. Ooh, I will inform you, Matthew. So, um, uh, so these guys have done uh, events in the past where they kind of focus on uh, planting trees. That's kind of their thing, which is yeah. cool. And uh, this year they are having Rasselbock Tree Day, first uh, of August, and uh, they're going to launch a brand new event. Uh, doing things a little bit different to how they've done it before, where basically uh, you sign up, uh, you it's almost like a, like a virtual event, mm-hmm. and the more miles you run on the day, the more trees they will plant. How's that oh. for helping the environment? That sounds 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 good. How, how much is this event? Ah, well, they've made it as cheap as possible. Uh, so it, I think it's twelve pound um, mm. to get as many people as they can involved. They want to hit five thousand trees, yeah. right? So that's, that's an that's amazing target. That is an amazing target. And what a good thing to do. What a good kind of message to sit behind it. So they've made it super cheap to get involved. Um, you're going to get a wooden bespoke stand, courtesy of Burr and Rose. Right. Well, uh, and uh, yeah, it's basically, it's a virtual event. But if you're going to pick a virtual event to do, why not make it one way helping the environment, I reckon? Sounds good, yeah. right? Yeah. It's, they sound like a, a decent uh, running company as well, because every event that they sell an entry for, mm-hmm. they, try, they, they plant five trees anyway. Exactly, well. exactly. Yeah. That's, kind of, that's kind of their bag, isn't it? So all round uh, good company, I think. Just, just good eggs, and a big part of the online running community, and uh, people who we definitely should be supporting. So Russellbot Running is the page if you want to get over to social media and check them out. Uh, get yourself signed up to their event. Uh, the main website is also available uh, there as well. Well, that's rasselbock.co.uk, R-A-S-E-L-B-O-C-K.co.uk, where you can get information about their 1st of August event, but also about what they do as a company. Uh, good guys doing good things, so you definitely need to check them out if you're looking for a virtual event in August. And with that being said, Matt, we get back over and have a chat with Mr. Nacho Rodriguez and see what else he's got to say? Yeah, let's do it. We're, we're, we're going we're to go on to the ultras in just a second, but I do want to loop very quickly back round one of the questions we always like to ask. We, we speak to all variety of people. and uh, the, the thing that tends to pop up is, is when people have run uh, the, the Abbott World Majors. And from what you were saying then, I know you've done Chicago, you've done Berlin, you've done London. Uh, very quickly, which one's your favourite so far out of the Abbott Majors? Uh, London. Yeah. London. Yeah. Um, um, good, good answer. Without a doubt. Uh, Chicago, Chicago was uh, also very special, but um, and, and Berlin too, you know. But I think Berlin, I didn't enjoy it as much because I struggled with health. Yeah. Um, but 
uh, it's just the energy in the city and and it's not because i live here or because it's um you will see a lot of people they they say the same not necessarily british people um it's such a special um uh, race it's such a special uh, event um yeah it's, it's just a big celebration it just feels more like a party sometimes like yeah like with people um they take literally chairs um, and the first year that i arrived to this country actually i remember um just uh, this typical sunday i didn't even know that it was the no actually i see i, I knew that it was the london marathon because i was gonna watch it mm-hmm. um so i just took the train and in the station could see everyone with chairs like uh, camping baskets things like that it was like where everyone is going <laughs> and and you know in spain i never seen anything like that where mm. people that they are not involved with running that they don't have anything to do with running they, they just go and see the event like it's the best thing ever yeah. um and then i could see that everyone was going to do the same um yeah i was shocked and i was shocked but the fact yeah. that they closed the whole central london and usually the weather is quite nice um yeah everything adapt to the atmosphere it's special isn't it okay let's get on to ultras so you've read your book um your partner's resigned to losing you <laughs> to running uh tell me tell me what happens next so how do you make that step up to ultra from marathon what what happens in your journey that takes us to the events that have happened particularly earlier this year um with the ultra x 125 in scotland okay well my yeah my first ultra I mean, uh, yeah, it was a country to capital. Um, I, to be fair, I have no idea what I was doing. Um, um, yeah, and I signed up and because it was such a, well, like, I guess a lot of people in this world, you know, um, it's, it's all based on an impulse. <laughs> you just suddenly yeah. you're doing something and it's, plop, I signed for something. I signed for another race. So, um, yeah, I signed up and the race was the 11th 10th 11th or the beginning of january and i think i signed up in november so october november end of october november so i didn't have a lot of time to really build up my mileage or anything um so the only thing and i think i did it well it was just um uh, trying to adapt some um back-to-back um long runs um and increase a little bit what i was doing i didn't have a lot of time to increase suddenly you know a lot of the mileage um but yeah and in the meantime it was christmas i was in australia with my partner's family and everything i have my drinks i have my you know but um so it's not like i took it too strictly but but yeah i increased the mileage and the back-to-back long runs um, and suddenly I, yeah, I had a really good results. I finished third. Um, wow. It came, you know, kind of as a big surprise for me that I could be even, but, but, but to be fair, I was, um, it's like, well, I don't know if that's good or not, because I don't know if people around me, they're good or not. So I was just kind mm-hmm. of, um, is when you start just checking the other runners <laughs> to see, because you finished yeah. third, but, um, is that any good? You know, is that, well, you know that it's good, but it's how good is that? Um, and yeah, and, and, and then I just, um, I obviously 
after that, it, that was uh, just before the the pandemic, the coronavirus. Then we have in March, I think we're in lockdown mm-hmm. and all that. So it was a big, big break. Um, but I think my mind was already in the ultra marathons, and then mm-hmm. also, um, uh, yeah, as um, is the ultra marathons again. I, I lost. I had signed for Boston. I was supposed to do Boston and London again, um, and I was so excited because uh, Boston. Um, I was training so well. I was going for PB, and then six days after, I had London. So. I had the perfect excuse just to really chill out in London and enjoy the yeah, atmosphere. Yeah, enjoy it. Yeah, and and that was I was really I was, I think I was more looking forward to London, chilling out, uh, having you know, uh, having fun in the race, um, and everything got cancelled. And yeah, uh, motivation very low. Um, I even struggled with some health problems. So um, yeah, it was just like a big gap that I wasn't doing anything really good. Um, and yeah, I had this big, big pause because I started having palpitations and, and things like that. And um, initially I thought it would be just stress and new situation and stuff. But when I went to the doctors and they thought that I had a heart problem, um, <laughs> So I I just kind of, um, well, I did not really stop running. It was this kind of, because uh, for my mental health, running is being always very important. It's being an escape. Um, and being, you know, it was the only thing that we could do, really, you know, stay at home and but we were allowed to go for a run. And so I used to go for runs, but being very close to, to home because um, I was worried uh, sometimes I was feeling like a, um, yeah, low energy and I was having my high rate used to be over the roof. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I used to go for little runs, then stop. But I had some periods where I felt better and I even managed some very long runs, but again, not too far. Um, and then I started feeling feeling bad. Well, I ran, um, I signed for this. Um, well, they done all the tests. They couldn't find anything. My heart was fine. So I started getting a little bit more confident, thinking, okay, if my heart, they've done everything that they could, uh, everything seems to be fine. So at least, you know, I'm not dying. <laughs> um, I can <laughs> run. No one told me, stop running. Um, so I just signed up for my second ultra. Uh, it was one of the Centurion ones, and and I yeah I was still not fully fit there. I was still struggling a little bit with my fitness, but yeah, no health problems where I was running. But yeah, my legs uh, uh, cramping and stuff for lack mm-hmm. of fitness. But yeah, I just um, even at the race that I think I took a lot of positive things from that race. Um, even if I spent like uh, 30 some 40 kilometers, uh, over 40 kilometers with crumbs in my legs, um, uh, I yeah. I took a lot of positives from there, um, and yeah, and and I had it clear that what I wanted to do it was more ultra marathons, and again, it, it seems to be easier doing marathon ultra marathons than marathons or any other event at the moment, so. So so yeah, I, I 
I yeah, signed yeah. up for my for my third one. <laughs> yeah, that's where we're gonna climax this interview. This is the big, the big one I keep alluding to. This is the Ultra X125 in Scotland. So talk to me what happened on the day. Talk to me about the event. Talk to me about how you did. Talk to me about how you felt, most importantly, afterwards. Um, well, um, I was quite excited, actually, about... Um, I always... Um, uh, I had in my in my plans, in my head, just to actually... Is, there is a marathon that is around Loch Ness. And it was always the, uh, something that I always thought about. But then I just found an ultra that actually, literally, it just does the whole Loch Ness around. So that was perfect. Mm -hmm. It was like, well, that's what I want. Um, so time for it. Um, a lot of little preparations, a lot of stress, because again, I'm, I'm still not used to uh, all this mandatory kit and all these... Um, it's a lot of things that you need to to have right. It's not just running. It's uh, it's a lot of uh, mental uh, mental preparations, motivation. Um, it's a, a lot of a prepare your body needs to be able to to take that load of um, of, of training. Um, it's it's a lot of nutrition, hydration. It's it's so many things that in other shorter races you can cope with it. Okay, even in a marathon, you can kind of mm. drag yourself for 10, 15 k's at the end. You got things a bit wrong. Um, but yeah, you got this wrong. I mean, you're in the middle of nowhere and you might still have another marathon to arrive to, you know, to the finish line. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I have no idea. Actually, I never ran in a mountain. Maximum that I've done, uh, I think we're just around a thousand meters. Um, in a race because I never train in any, I don't even do hills at the moment. I train in the forest and that's uh, uh, mostly undulations, you know, the, in Epping Forest. Yeah. Um, so I have no idea what to expect. Um, um, again, um, I never really, not even crossed my mind to, to win because uh, in my head, um, I think Paul Capel was running. Um, um, and he's number one in the world, or one of the you know top three. Uh, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that was an, again that I just went there. I just realized I was a little, I remember to be a bit disappointed because um, that's someone that I usually follow in in Instagram and has been a bit of a motivation. Um, and it was uh, he's not here, you know. Um, mm. I was a bit disappointed. Um, but then it was some familiar faces. I mean, Carla Molinaro, I, I, I knew her from, from the first um, race that I ran, country to capital. Yeah. I knew that she was really good. And I was kind of following her, um, her little ventures during the pandemic. Um, and, and yeah, even, even herself, uh, uh, she was a really good motivation for me during uh, those times just following all these people doing these crazy things when I was feeling very low. Um, and yeah, we started the race um, and suddenly um, I thought because I knew uh, Carla and I knew that we kind of ran to a similar pace in the first race. So um, I thought, well, I got some something to grab here uh, because pacing, yeah, you don't know how, how I'm going to pace in that race in the mountains, which pace I'm going to do, mm -hmm. I'm going to go by sensation. So 
my plan was just kind of, okay, I know that she's uh, speed-wise, she's similar to me. So um, let, let's just go and see. But we were going in the first hills. Um, suddenly, I um, I noticed that, I, yeah, I was leaving them slightly behind. And I had this thought about just slowing down and going with there. I didn't want it to be alone from the beginning. Um, but um, but then I felt like I was comfortable in that pace and I was going up, I had my little rhythm and it's okay, they will catch me. They will they will catch me soon. Uh, I'm just gonna do my thing. Um, yeah, and then I just carry on, I basically ran the whole race alone. Um, I yeah, started to take a little bit of uh, advantage. Um, I think yeah, with her day number one, I think it took around 60, 60 minutes from the second person, which was Carla Molinaro. And the second male, it was an hour, I think. And and then, yeah, I was kind of, uh, I remember the last, um, I, I was really doing, feeling quite comfortable. I mean, I was feeling quite good, um, trying to manage to don't go too fast. Uh, but the the I was surprised with the kind of terrain. I mean, it was uh, I I wasn't really prepared for that, but mm -hmm. I think I took it in a really good way because it was uh, it was all this kind of boggy uh, terrain, no paths whatsoever. You have to cross through bushes and branches in your face, uh, climbing some fences, some of them with barbed wire, uh, snow. I mean, mud. It was just. Um, I always say, you know, thanks to the markings that were amazing, it was these little yeah. red flags, uh, because if not, I will be completely lost. I will never, never find out, you know, we'll still be lost in the mountains, probably. <laughs> and, but, but yeah, it was well marked. Um, and so, yeah, just um, this crazy part, because maybe because it was unexpected, um, and you, I think kind of uh, cut the routine, so I kind of, Find it quite fun, um, and and then yeah, I just carry on um, station by station. I didn't lose much time, I think, on the stations. I mean, I think I planned quite well my hydration and my nutrition. Um, all that I think I'm quite proud the way I did it, and it worked brilliantly. Um, just at the last station, um, I stopped because it has some bananas or some chocolate there. Um, and then I remember when I started running, I was feeling a little bit mm, uh, dizzy for a little bit. <laughs> was, um, so I walk a little bit for a minute or so and then started running again. I started feeling good. Um, and then I kind of took it a little bit easy till the end, thinking, OK, I've, I have to do another ultra tomorrow. OK, and I never <laughs> it's, it's just my third ultra and and I don't know how I'm going to recover. Um, and, and yeah, and I could see all my messages. My partner called me. You know, everyone is so excited on the uh, in your club. Everyone is following you. You know, it's um, writing messages on Facebook. Everyone is so excited. So um, yeah, it was. Um, oh, I don't want to let them down <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I arrived there and and yeah, I arrived first. 16 minutes, I think, in total. Um, to call an hour to the second mail and. And yeah, and then I just, as soon as I arrived to the camp, um, then I just went directly straight to into eating. 
eating, yeah. uh, resting mode, a little bit of yoga, stretch. And it was like, okay, we need to recover for tomorrow as much as I could. My quads, they were obviously killing me a little bit because I'm, again, I'm not, uh, my body wasn't used to these kind of uh, elevations. Um, and uh, yeah, day number two. Do you want me to go to number two now? <laughs> yeah, 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 keep going. I'm loving it, man. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 just talking about it like it's just such a normal thing to do, and I'm like, and then you're like, and then I went and did it again <laughs> the next day. But no, <laughs> I absolutely yeah. Talk, talk, talk to me about the second day, man. Yeah, to to be fair, I mean, I was terrified, you know, like it's like, oh, I was so nervous, like, what, how I'm gonna wake up tomorrow how in hell I'm going to wake up tomorrow. Um, because I know that I'm, I'm, I've got an ability of suffering quite quite good in running. You know, I wasn't worried about that. I was worried about how my legs are going to be. I'm going to be able to just jog. I'm going to be able to, I thought that I was holding, um, you know, keeping energies for day number two, but uh, how many? <laughs> how much energy? I don't know. Uh, I never been in that situation, so you just have just to wake up and do it. So I started, um, well, we kind of started at the same time, but they, because I finished the first, you started slightly 10 seconds, you know. Um, it was like a 10 seconds gap or five, 10 seconds between us. So um, I started the first, and then we just joined this little, um, well, I just joined, uh, Carla joined me, and we we're running and chatting a little bit. Um, yeah, we're talking about the distance that, that we have to um, to the second female and second male. Um, and yeah, I had a, quite a big gap. I mean, I think she had a little bit less. Um, and she had another maybe 15, 20 minutes, something like that. And she said, yeah, she mentioned, you know, I cannot um, take it easy today because uh, she might catch me. So I need to 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 kick in. Um, I had an hour, so I thought, well, at least I would like to, I would love to, to win the whole thing. Yeah. But um, I need to see how my body responds, at least, and at least secure the first male. Um, and suddenly, this uh, Latvian guy, the, the second male, just came there to the front and was kicking and started pushing it. And, and then I started getting a little bit nervous, thinking maybe yesterday he got lost and, and today he's going to kill me here. Yeah. So um, I pushed with him. He's like, well, I'm not going to let you take too much of a, of a gap at least. Um, I remember he, he was initially, he was sleeping a little bit too fast. So let him take like 100, 200 meters, maybe 100 meters, a little bit more. But it's, uh, I didn't want it to lose sight. Um, and then I just um, um, gradually started uh, reducing the, the distance. I think he maybe went a little bit too fast. Um, and I think by the first uh, aid station, I, I caught him. Um, he stayed with me for a little while. Um, and then again, I just was on my own. Um, I took a, a little gap to everyone else. Um, I'm not sure how much, uh, I think I took another five, ten minutes distance maybe from from the rest. But then uh, Carla, that she has uh, an amazing endurance. Yes. Um, um, she's amazing, you know, and Agreed. I knew that that, Agreed. that will be the, the case. I knew that she will have probably much more, she will recover better than me, of course. Um, and yeah, and she was chasing me again. The, I even... <laughs> 
she was chasing me there. I think uh, when we had like around 12 kilometers, something like that, 12, 20 kilometers. Yeah, she she caught me there, and then I tried just to to control the gap that we had. Um, I was um, I was a little bit worried about mostly the descents. Um, in yeah. the ascents, my legs they were not as fresh, but I was still managing. But in the descents, I was really um, worried to to fall because it was some ascents that they were very technical. Um, so I was kind of uh, trying to do them slow to don't have a big fall because my quads by that point they were like rock solid. Um, um, and yeah, just trying just to control the distance uh, with Carla just to to hopefully win. Um, and, and yeah, I managed uh, to keep a gap. I think it was from four minutes or something like that, um, which is nothing in, in, no, in this ultra marathon. No, Ex exactly. But um, but yeah, I managed. I knew I didn't wanted to to push it too much in this descent because my legs they were not too reliable. Um, and yeah, I I had um, preparing the race. I had um, well one big fall on the on the forest again just running entire legs well i i hit my chest on the floor and i look like one of my ribs um so i didn't do you know i was a little bit scared just to 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 to, to fall and yeah I, I had a little gap and i used it and, and yeah managed to to finish first and there you go and there you go. What is what what a story, man! And, and huge congratulations to you. I mean, like I, I said half partway through the story, you quite I, no. I don't want to say blasé about it. It's clear that it's not lost on you the achievement that you've uh, that you've delivered. But uh, but to speak about it so calmly and, and and what you've achieved is amazing. So just just huge congratulations and thank you for sharing it uh, with me. Um, uh, what's okay. next for you then, man? But before we finish, what's what's next? What's the plans for the future? Um. Well, um, I've got a short term. I, I just have uh, like a short ultra marathon that I'm doing here local. Um, it's El Camino Olivale. Um, that initially I just joined. Uh, I just signed in for just to use it as a as a long run, you know, a training mm -hmm. run. Uh, but yeah, now I feel a little bit of pressure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, expect. <laughs> to deliver now. <laughs> Amongst the, the bookies will be backing you as the favourite, perhaps. Sorry, is that again? The... I, I said that the bookmakers will be backing you as the favourites, perhaps. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know too much. Was the um, was how many people run? Yeah. Um, yeah. And and then yeah, I I think I did another mistake. I think for next year I. I sign up for the um, Trans Grand Canaria. Lovely, yeah. Um, so that's the the big race and big focus maybe for next year. Um, yeah. To see um, step up a little bit and and see see what we can do there. Amazing. And if people want to follow your journey, Nacho, I know you're on Instagram. Uh, Nacho, is it underscore zero? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. Uh, and is that, are you on Twitter, Facebook, or if people want to keep up with your journey, your accomplishments moving forward, is Instagram the best place to do it? Yeah, Instagram is the best. Yeah, I kind of focus uh, Instagram a little bit just for my running stuff. 
Um, yeah, Facebook. Uh, I'm not uh, usually updated too much. Yeah, probably Instagram. No, no. Exactly. That's, that's fine. Perfect. Well, listen, man. I know you're a busy dude. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. Amazing accomplishments. Super inspirational. I'm sure uh, everyone is going to join me in giving you a follow, keeping an eye on your journey as you go from strength to strength. Uh, in the ultra world um watch this space guys but yeah just thank you for your time and i really appreciate it thank you very much Rob. thank you very much and that mr matthew taylor was nacho rodriguez muy bien see uh, see muy bien 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 very good see gracias <laughs> gracias gracias <laughs> It was good. Uno, uno, uno cerveza, por favor. Uno cerveza, por favor. ¿Dónde está la biblioteca, Pedro? <laughs> yeah, that's all I've got. Forget languages. That's, that's all I remember from yeah. Spanish. Why would I ever yeah. need to ask Pedro awesome. a word awesome. that's awesome. Yeah. You, you are, sorry? I said, why would I ever need to know? Why would I ever need to ask Pedro where the library is? But... <laughs> yeah. ¿Dónde está el borro? ¿Dónde está el borro? El banco. Uh, right, okay, go on. Tell me what you thought of that episode quickly before this descends into nonsense. Uh, no, just just relatable. The fact that he, he found running through the, like I said before, found running through the London Marathon, seeing that on tele, um, and it got it got him inspired. And also the fact that he's come through injury to win ultra races, it's giving me uh, hope. <laughs> I think you're going to win ultra races. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to. Yeah, I'm injured. I'm constantly injured. I'm going to win ultra ultra races one. Ultra races one day. All right, dream big, mate. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I thought it was great. And people should go out and give him a follow as well, because like I said, deserves more of a presence and a, a recognition for what he's achieving. Um, and yeah, absolutely get out there, support him. Uh, particularly if you're interested in ultra running, as that community continues to grow. Right then, Mafu. What's the time you, for? Am I doing it or are you doing yeah, it? Or? No, you do it. See if you can do it right this time. It's the summer showdown. Do, 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 do. No, 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 no. You went down. You meant to go up. It's the summer showdown. That one. Yeah. Yes. There he is. Got it. There he is. Got it. Learns quick. Summer showdown. Week one is in the bag, nearly. Almost. <laughs> Almost. Four days. We're halfway through. If, if you're listening to this on the Thursday, we're halfway there. There's some of the way into it. Yeah. <laughs> great start, though. It is a great it start. Is. It has, yes. Um, seeing all the uh, the dad jokes coming through, <laughs> some 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 have just been like hand on head slap your face moments, but uh, <laughs> they try and bless them. There's been some great ones, including one of my favourite jokes of all time. What's your favourite one been so far? Tell me your favourite one. Your favourite one's been that you've seen. Uh, my favourite one has been from your team. Go on. Um, the one that I was going to use and I got, got stolen. Yes. <laughs> yeah, is, it, is it Karen? Uh, not no, Karen, no, uh, ba- Baby Shark. Baby Shark. Yeah, Karen. Baby Shark, yes. Uh, she, oh, what was it now? Jokes about white sugar are rare, but jokes about brown sugar, demerara. <laughs> And you know what's great? Like, he's saying it. It's, it is a good joke. But the fact that you sent me a video of you telling that joke. I over did. So excited that that was going to be your joke. And then you just <laughs> you procrastinated. You took too long. 
an old Smithy's Miles. She uh, baby shark, she didn't she? Yeah, she did. She's she's trumped me. Maybe you should Steve share that one. I sent you. <laughs> stealing jokes, do 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 do. Stealing. Brilliant. I I was I was particularly fond of a couple of them. I like Joe Hammond's effort. What oh yes, I enjoyed that one as well. <laughs> what did Batman say to Robin uh, as they were getting into the Batmobile? Get in the Batmobile, Robin. Um, <laughs> Uh, there's been there's lots of but there's been some questionable ones there's been some there's been some sexually explicit ones um yeah. i have loved every single one of them fair play to every single one of you who put yourself out of your comfort zone who did a video who shared it on social media you are all absolutely troopers and well deserving of your bonus miles uh, you still got time to do one uh, do get involved it's fun friendly i hope you've seen from everyone's reactions that you'll be not judged at all um unless you're matt and then everyone judges him um but yeah, it's been good, hasn't it, mate? It's been good. Yeah. I, I, I tell you what, actually, there's, there's something missing here, my man. There's something oh, missing. Yeah. Uh, we've got there's another captain, and we've not we've not we've not entered him yet. <laughs> Can I be entered, please? <laughs> yep, that's your. Enter me. I feel like this is like a a, a quote off a um, lock, stock, and shoot two smoking barrels or something. But can everybody stop getting entered? <laughs> You've been storing that one up for a week, haven't you? Um, <laughs> came on the spot just then. You came on came the spot. On the spot. <laughs> <laughs> that tops. Oh, Jesus. It, does, it, does, it doesn't top yours. Stop trying Every to get Every week. Jack, have you lived down? Have you lived down being entered yet? No, I haven't. And when I came up to Sheffield this weekend, that's all I got. Yeah. When meeting, all, meeting everyone and they were just they just, people would bring it up and it's just You're like trying to you. yeah I would never ever <laughs> live. You're so oh, how childish are we <laughs> really childish really childish but I love it yeah. um how are you my friend are you okay get get back down south all right after this weekend got back down south I got a bit of a dodgy leg but the uh I'm a bit obviously. We're recording this on Monday, day one of the challenge, and seeing all my team and everyone else go out running. My dad's been out for running the rain, which hasn't happened in the past four years. So um, seeing everyone go out running is actually lifting my spirits a bit. And uh, on the group chat, everyone's loving the jokes. Everyone's laughing. So I think it's been it's put a smile on my face to hear some of the jokes today. He's a good he's a good lad that Jack, that uh, Penfold, <laughs> Glenn Penfold. Glenn oh, yeah, he did. Right. Yes. And, and I wanted to mention, I think my favourite joke today, because I told my I told my mum the joke you after. And it you took... can't pick your own joke, Jack. No, no, it's not my, if it's you not pick my... your own joke, the little respect I have for you will go. It was it was from a dean, runner dean, um, and I told my mum it took her about two minutes for the penny penny to drop, which was what's the fastest growing country for population? Ireland, because it's Dublin every day. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? Yeah, I've heard that one before. It is, it is pretty good. Um, we just we just glossed over the fact that Donna, I, I've sent that video of me telling Donna that joke, didn't I? And did, she yeah. had the Demerara joke, and she had yeah. no clue what I was talking about. Sammy, Sammy didn't get my left or right joke either. <laughs> she just, she, I came upstairs and she looked a bit upset because I think she thought I was leaving. <laughs> uh, <laughs> If you, if you want to know the context of that story, you've got to head over to my social media to find out. Um, so, week one is in full swing. People have still got a little bit of time to get their miles banked and uh, and their um, uh, joke, dad jokes in. But obviously, we're only a couple of days away from 
Monday, the start of week two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's going to be a brand new week with brand new challenges. And yeah. so in order to find out what they're going to be, I think we need the presence of a quiz master. You do. Games master, master sorry. Um, ceremonies. Master of, master of puppets. Yep. Uh, Lou, are you here? Enter me. Oh, <laughs> you can't, you, can't, you, can't, you can't say that. Matt, Matt, Matt will fit. Jeez. <laughs> You're right, Matt. <laughs> Got a bit of a sweat on here. Have, have, have a glass of water. <laughs> uh, Lou, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. Just a little red faced. I don't know what came over me, but I. Um... <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> we need to sort ourselves out. about running no more, is it? <laughs> it was never about running, but it's so much worse. Uh, so yeah, how are you, Lou? Don't make a sexual innuendo. I am good. Good. <laughs> I'm glad. Uh, good. Good, all good. How are you guys? How was the weekend? It looked insane. So jealous. It's lovely, thank you. Although really feeling the after effects of it now. Yes, mm. we're all as a collective. The whole group are injured. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, for supposedly fit runners, um, the amount of messages that we had on our little group chat we set up for the match that have been, my legs don't work. I can't get out of bed. I'm really struggling. Um, didn't cover ourselves in glory, did we? <laughs> no. Um, how, how are you finding the start of uh, Summer Showdown, Lou? I'm loving it. It's just so good. Every time you go or I go on Instagram, there's someone doing a dad joke or someone's back out running. And I do. I love it. It's so good. Feels a bit like Series 2 is back, doesn't it? 100%. Yeah. And I have a favourite joke, uh, which was your wife, Sam. Yes. Yeah. She's my favourite. Okay. Are you going to tell it or are we just assuming that you've got feelings towards Sam? <laughs> feelings towards Sam. You'll have to go and have a look on it. She'll have to save it, won't it? And then you can go and watch it. I'll get us put it on the grid so people can watch it back if they want to. Um, right, so dad jokes this week. It's all going swimmingly. We're banking miles. But Monday, Bow Master of Puppets is a brand new week. And along with it is going to come a brand new challenge. So should we give the guys a sneak peek? Do you want to tell them what to expect before Troy McNews gives them the full rundown, of course, on Monday morning? Mm-hmm. Right. So this week, everybody, boys, we are doing a pub crawl. Down the pub. What this means in running terms is you're going to take a selfie outside a pub on your run or walk. You can only use one pub, one selfie. And the team collectively that comes with the most selfies. Do you want to know what I'm going to give the number one team? I do want to know what you're going to give the number one team. Triple. They're going to get 100 miles. Wow. Mm Miles? Mm-hmm. 100 miles on top of what they run that week, week two. That's massive. Then, because I've had a gin and I'm generous, second place, you're going to get 50 miles. Okay. Tasty. And third brackets, the losing team are going to get 25 miles. I love it. Jack, you're getting 25 miles. <laughs> no, no, my team, my team are going to go for the big bucks. I know. I'll get them riled up. And we will enter so those fun. pubs. 
That does sound fun. That sounds really fun. So, okay, so just to clarify, you're going to try and find as many pubs as you can. You've got all week. It has to be on a run or a walk. You can't just drive around them. Mm-hmm. Matt's team. Um, and <laughs> you can only go past any one pub once. Mm-hmm. Take a picture of yourself outside the pub. That gives you a point. You send your final points total to, to Joe. She'll total all the points up. Whoever's got the most points gets 100 miles. Second place, 50. Third place, 25. Perfect. It? And that's it. And hashtag WTF pub crawl. Yes, please do post all your pics to social media with how you're getting on in the week. Let's see the kind of pubs that you frequent. Uh, bit of a throwback that we did this in series three challenge Matt, and it was brill wasn't it so mm. matt's got a good advantage he knows where the pubs are he's already lost this challenge once i've only got about 20 pubs around this area that's about it that's quite a lot that's yeah that's the, that's the whole like five ten mile radius <laughs> we'll see what we can do we'll we'll see, we'll see. Out. i think it's a great idea and um and so we don't have any updates yet in terms of uh scores do we Lou? i don't think because uh, no nothing yet i did just want to ask you guys if there was any news on the golden baton decisions if you'd spoke about it or got any answers or no well as as of no 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 decision made yet my team aren't gonna be doing it this week uh we will we were gonna hold it back a little bit i think see but my team is is a fair few of them are doing ultras this week Mm. But the, I think we've discussed Matt, it as a, Matt, Matt, are you are you worried about shooting your load too early? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think there's about seven or eight of them doing a hundred mile ultras. Wow, hundred uh, k ultras. But whether the people whether whether that'll be worth saving for when marathon season kicks in when more people will be doing marathons in the week i'm not sure so i don't no we'll leave it we'll leave it this week no we'll leave it we'll save it okay right now let's now let now let's see if the excitable puppy in the group jumps the gun <laughs> jack no i'm not gonna i'm gonna keep mine safe in my pocket let people settle in i need to have a discussion with my team about it but i'll be using it don't you worry i'll use it somewhere okay okay so uh no thank you lou at the moment is the answer from all three of us um so yeah we don't have any results because of course week one isn't finished yet uh, so we don't need to speak to statman john but is he about anyway just have a little hello um god let me just check well, i don't know he's not behind oh jesus christ hello lads statman john hello, hello first hello, step man yeah. He's got what? I'm doing That's a different not the song this anymore. Time. That's the wrong series. It's the return of the step. No? I got, I got my coat. Yeah, get oh. your bloody coat. Oh. Stop my John. Sorry, sir. How oh. are you today? I am good, lads. I am good. I was hiding in Louise's sock. <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't notice you? Not at all. No. Nope. No. <laughs> And how did you go about keep? Is that there's got to be some kind of SAS training or stealth technique you employed there? Definitely, but I cannot unleash it right now. I need to be able to trust Jack before I tell my secrets. Yeah, of course, of course. Mm-hmm. You can trust me, Statman. Okay, well, let me just quickly tell you, lads, I'm a little bit on edge. 
<laughs> Why are you a little bit on edge, that lad, John? Please tell us. After we spoke and you asked me to come back, I uh, celebrated with a few beers and I seem to have ordered something online, which has just arrived. (laughs) (laughs) What what, what, what have you ordered online? It's just arrived. Well, Louise doesn't know yet. It is uh, 17 alpacas have just turned up. I do not know what I'm going to do with them. They are currently piled three high on top of each other. Um, what, was, what was the logic? Was it just a drunken purchase or is there some kind of business plan to this Statman job? No, completely drunken. I'd forgotten about it and then they just turned up. <laughs> so what are you going to do about it? I have no idea. I've always uh, wanted to ride an alpaca, so I might do that first. But... <laughs> oh, yeah, set, set up a riding school, Statman, just couldn't some money to be made there. You think that's an idea, but yeah, right now I do not know. I've got to get, get thinking, put something in place. <laughs> yeah, would you like to ride an uh, No, I'm a little bit scared of heights and animals like that, so I'll probably yeah. pass on it. Second question, Jack. Yes. Do you know what an alpaca is? Yeah, they look, they're um, they're a bit like llamas, aren't they? They got big long necks, and don't they spit at you as well? Or is that no, that's a camel. Or do alpacas spit as well? Uh, llamas spit. Alpacas do a noise like uh, Hannibal Lecter. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, I'll keep an eye out for them now. I would like to see Matt riding one though. I'd like to see him try and get on top of I think, one. I think Sorry. Too big for Matt. Mm. Yeah, that's why it'd be funny. Yeah, I, I see Matt Moore as riding like a a small dog. A Shetland pony. A Shetland pony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, right, okay, so uh, alpacas aside, that man, John. Um, how are you feeling? Have you seen anything about the challenges this week? Uh, I haven't, but just one quick thing. I've started blinking again just this week. I don't know if you remember. Good to know, yeah. <laughs> And uh, the weirdest thing, I've been having the craziest dreams. Right? Um, I don't know if there's a song Matthew could sing on demand. A dream? Mm. What, what, what have you been dreaming about, though? Well, let me tell you. Grab yourself a little popcorn and an animal to stroke, my friends. <laughs> I love how that's becoming a catchphrase. Yeah. I uh, I was dancing at the opening day of the Tokyo Olympics. Um <laughs> With at Kirsty Runs by my side. Really? Also, you've been dreaming about people. Ah. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll finish the dream. Finish the dream. You can have a think about the song. Go on, then. So uh, then, out of nowhere, the sky turned orange and a giant what's it floats down to the ground. <laughs> and inside was at time to get fittish. Folly, yeah, Folly was there, yeah. Mm, she was trying to take over the world when there was orange dust everywhere. <laughs> Mad. Next thing I know, just really quick, I uh, was being chased by a man dressed as an eyelash. <laughs> I took off his outfit and it was uh, at Run Dick Run. <laughs> and I woke up. <laughs> Dream, 
Dreams can come true. Statman John's been dreaming about you. <laughs> Dream- uh, yeah. That could be better, um, but that could not. Uh, uh, that is the best one of these you've ever done. Like, I, like I know that we're supposed to stay in character, but like that was incredible. Um, I love you so much, Statman John. Thank you, thank you, Rob. Oh, oh Statman, I thought you, I thought you were thanking me. <laughs> Oh, sorry, Matt. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. I was talking about Statman John's dream. Right. Your yeah. song was Bobbins. <laughs> Fair enough. Sorry for I, trying I, to steal your limelight, Statman John. I do I do love you, but it's more of a pity love than a respectful <laughs> like I have a Statman John. Okay, okay. I'll take it. It's, it's like if I don't love you, nobody will. Yeah. yeah. All right, then. all right, mate. Get hell. <laughs> <laughs> I love you too, Jack. Uh... Uh, I, I know that anyway. Snapman John, uh, I, I hope there are, uh, like, whatever you're doing to have these dreams, can you continue, please? Because I'd like to hear more about them yeah, every week. Most definitely. It's definitely the blinking has brought it all back. So I'll tell you each week the worst one I've had, craziest. Love it. Before, before you go, Snapman John, Haley runs here. You sent something to her son. Can you remember what you sent to him? Listen, I did see that. That brought tears to my eye. Yeah. Lovely to see. Lovely it's to actually see. what encouraged the blinking, because I had to blink <laughs> away the water. <laughs> yeah, lovely to see that farm up and running, wasn't it? Mm, yeah, emotional. Little Statman John Jr. Um, love it. Uh, right, Statman John, so you're going to come back next week. You are going to hit us up with uh, your dreams. Uh, and also... Just as importantly, you're going to give us the results from week one. Is that all right? That's all right. Can't wait, lads. Can't wait. Nice to speak to you. It was lovely to speak to you too, sir. And can you please let us know if you can think of anything that Jack can do to bring himself into your circle of trust? That would be really useful. I will set you a challenge, my friend. I'll do, I'll do anything. Fantastic. Good to hear. All right. Best be off. Sort these alpacas. Yes, the good news story for us this week is the fact that we did the charity football match and it raised over £400 for Prostate Cancer UK. So, and that brings the total up to £1,800, well, over £1,800. Um, just uh, everybody that turned up to play, like you said earlier, some people have done 400 mile trips, people come from, from Bristol, uh, London, everywhere. So, uh, big thanks to everybody that, that came to. Uh, to to that football match and chipped in and donated uh, everybody that did that are our heroes of the week don't forget uh, Bogner Regis otherwise a certain editor is going to have a tear in his eye while he's on mute <laughs> no it's, it was... it's alright I'll just cut him out don't worry alright fair enough oh, fair enough <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was good to finally meet you Jack as well yes it was and we even swapped tops for a brief moment until I realised it had about £10 worth of sweat on it <laughs> <laughs> Did you do like a shirt swap thing? Yeah, after the game. He, he, tra- he, rung, he rung mine out and we're like, no, I'm not, not bothered with that. <laughs> <laughs> You're a very sweaty man. No, a uh, little pat on the back for ourselves, but moreover, it's it's a salute to um to, to the guys that made the, the, the journey. You, you like, so, I mean, everybody, I'm not, I'm not discounting anybody, but I'm thinking particularly you like to so John Flynn, did a round trip in a day, Marco Del Wazio, who mm. came, 
uh, for two days, uh, didn't stop running and or drinking for a fortnight. The man is an absolute machine. I'm in awe of him. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Nick Finney and, and Lynn, who came up um, uh, all the way from, from down south. Um, guys who came across on the day, guys who came across for the full weekend. A lot of money was spent, and I just hope you guys had fun. But we had a lot of fun, and you are, without doubt, our heroes of the week. And Matthew and myself salute you all. I do. Uh, fan calls before we leave. Matthew, we've got some fan calls. Uh, do you want to do next week? Who's on next week? Uh, do you want to do who's on next week, or have you not done your research? Uh, no, I can, I can do next week if you want. I'll use on next week then, Matthew. <laughs> Next week, it's going to be a little bit different again, isn't it? Um, we're not doing the singular chats. We're going back to like we did in Series uh, 3, uh, the Couch to five, Couch to 5K Girls uh, roundtable. So it's marathon season started. So we've decided to do a marathon roundtable. Uh, so I've got a few, few runners on discussing marathons, plans and goals, uh, a few words of wisdom maybe from them, and from new and experienced marathoners. So we've got Roberto Awar, Jenna Wilkinson and Austin Shepherd on next week, all from C previous guests of the show as well. So if you haven't already listened to them, go over and give them a listen. Yeah, absolutely. So if you want to do a little bit of pre-course work, if you've not mm-hmm. listened to the amazing uh, podcast by those guys in their own right, Mr. Roberto Awar was on Series 3, Episode 7. Jenna Wilkinson was Series 2, Episode 7 as well, ironically. And Mr. Austin Shepard, all the way back in Series 1, Episode 6. All great stories that are right, but yeah, we've got them together talking about their own experiences of marathon journeys. Roberto going for his first one. Austin, of course, more of a seasoned marathon runner. And Jenna, mm-hmm. just incredible in terms of how she stepped up to achieve the sub marathon at the Chester Elite this year. So um, it was a great one. Really enjoyed it. Bit of a different dynamic to it, but I think you're going to enjoy it as well, particularly as we've got marathon season uh, uh, in full swing with the training blocks starting. Yeah. Good hints and tips. Uh, who else are we saying thank you to then, Mafu? Uh, thank you to Graham Lindley for the awesome theme music, as always. Um, all the lads and girl, lads and lasses that came up uh, for, the, for the charity football match. We, we said it in the uh, in the good news story, but thanks again for for all your support and everything you did uh, on the day. Uh, thank you to uh, Nacho Rodriguez for his chat yep. today. Uh, that was a good, good, good chat with him again. Louise, thank you for coming on and doing, doing your stuff. It's always a pleasure. Uh, Jack, shall we thank Jack? No. No. Fair enough. Moving on. You're being cut <laughs> out. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, that's everyone, I think. We thanked I everybody. Think it is, yeah. Yeah. yeah, just about. Yeah, good work, mate. You got through all that on your own. I didn't even have to really jump in. No. Get it. That's for everything. <laughs> First for everything. So nothing really left for us to say this week, guys, apart from if you want to give us a follow on social media, uh, just type what the fart like in. You will find us. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. You can also get us on YouTube with some exclusive content going on there. Um, our brand new website, which Matt so eloquently put before, whatthefartlek.com, is now live uh, with new content going on all the time. Um, after the finish line, uh, it was delayed a little bit this week because of the football post, but it'll be out there before you know it. Uh, we're going to take a little break from it this week uh, just because um, we've uh, we've got a busy one again. Uh, but it'll be back next week, Jack, I believe. Is that right? Yes, it will be. Perfect. And that's going to be with some uh, with, with some really good uh, brand new content and chats with our Fartlek family. 
Um, nothing else to say other than if you want to give me a follow, I'm at Little Runner Boy Rob. Yeah, and I'm at Matty Owls. Penfold. And I'm at Jack Penfold Running. Oh, look at him like a pro now. Lou, are you still on? Yep, at Sweat underscore Much. Yes. She remembered the app. Mm-hmm. Don't lick her ass now after <laughs> last week when you were all like, you're crap at saying your handle. <laughs> and now you're all like, mm, Lou, we're, we're mm, best friends. We're southerners, we stick together. No, we're you don't. Twins. <laughs> twins. Yeah, just, just for context, guys, um, before the recording started, Jack and Lou were both comparing how big their foreheads were um, <laughs> uh, and measuring them using various items they had in and around the house uh, and just decided they basically both got massive foreheads. Uh, now, now affectionately forever to be known as the Forehead Twins. Uh, and with that being said, it's goodbye from me, it's goodbye from Matt, it's goodbye from the Forehead Twins. Um, may your runs continue to be wonderful. Please continue to be excellent to each other. I hope you're enjoying the Make Matt Run Summer Showdown. We're going to keep on doing our thing. We're going to keep on rolling. We will see you next week for some more fart fun. Peace!